Welcome to More Than Numbers Enneagram for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Keanu Trujillo. I am your host. Joining me today in everyday University of New Mexico football legend, financial advisor, professional, and entrepreneur, my best friend and my client who will help us to dig into the mindset of a business owner and the Enneagram, Lamar Bratton. Hey, what's up, everyone? Guys, girls, entrepreneurs, business owners, salespeople, or really just anybody looking to just crush it wherever they're at. Whether you you play sports, you're in high school, you're in college, you're a professional, you're about to retire, you are retired. Anybody that's just looking for motivation, we're super excited to be with you today because this podcast is exactly for you. Absolutely. What we hope you gain through our time together and through this podcast is a better understanding of yourself, your shortfalls, your weaknesses, your growth opportunities, your strengths. There are a lot of great podcasts and a lot of great, great information where you can better understand the Enneagram. We don't want you to better understand the Enneagram. We want you to better understand yourself to reach your goals, grow in your family, grow in your faith, and grow your business. All of this information is worthless if you're not using it to grow personally. You know, we mentioned that this podcast is for entrepreneurs and salespeople and business owners and anybody that just wants to be highly motivated and really learn about themselves. But why is it for them? Why is why is Enneagram such a good tool for those people? Well, the Enneagram is helpful because it shows you your unhealthy, stressed, under duress, tired self, and it also shows you your most healthy and confident and competent self. What I mean by that is the Enneagram shows a more fluid picture of a person. The Enneagram shows us what it looks like to navigate who we are instead of just a snapshot of who we are. So I liken the Enneagram and the awareness that it brings to rumble strips on the highway. So when you're on the highway and you hit the rumble strips, it's a reminder that if you don't course correct, you're going to run off the road. So when we become more aware of some of those unhealthy tendencies, things that usually lead to conflict or tension in the workplace or in our relationships, there are rumble strips. They tell us you need to get back on the road before you end up broken down on the side of the road, i.e. tired, um, ending relationships, or just having personality conflict. And what a personality conflict looks like is like sideswiping someone. You're, you're swapping paint with people on the road, and you're frustrated, and you just don't know why they won't stay in, in their lane, but maybe you're not in your lane. So for you as an entrepreneur or a business owner, self-awareness is the most important trait, and understanding what your personality looks like throughout all of these different phases and how to navigate it. And the Enneagram gives that awareness while also understanding others and their personality, how to own their personality and continue to grow healthy relationships in your business and at home. So good. I mean, when I think about rumble strips, I'm like, man, those would be useful everywhere in my life. Like if I'm getting ready to say something to my wife and like I can just feel that little rumble happening, that would have saved a lot of tension and conflict. Uh, But at the same time, think about the way we are as as entrepreneurs and business owners uh, and, and people that are in sales, we try different things, we try them, we kind of go off the, the rail or go off the road. And whereas if we knew what lane to stay in to be our authentic selves, think how much further and faster we would go because of that. Lamar, tell the listeners how the Enneagram has impacted you. I coach you professionally with your business and with your team, but I also coach you and your wife. How has this brought impact to you personally? So you were the first person to tell me about Enneagram. 
And so when I first found out about it, I was like, oh, cool. Like, I love personality assessments. Like, you know, like I've taken several and like it's always nice to like get centered and know like, you know, why I operate the way I do and think about myself. And uh, and so honestly, I, I really didn't feel strongly for it or strongly against it. I was relatively neutral. I didn't really see like a necessity for it. It was kind of almost like my relationship with Christ. I didn't really see a necessity until I got into it and realized like, man, this is what I was missing the whole time. And so that's what Enneagram has, has done for me. I couldn't believe how much more I was learning about myself and how much I was learning about um, who I am. And, and what it's done for me is just taught me how to be my true and authentic self and not worry so much about what others think of me. Uh, and that's what's been the special part of it is just taking my mindset away from what stresses me out every day, trying to be something different to now being exactly who God made me to be. And that's that's the fun part with this whole thing. Lamar, you made a really good point in understanding the way God created you and being more in touch with that, because as you better understand yourself, you also better understand God and how he created you, uh, directs you and brings you even closer to him. The strengths that you have, the shortcomings that you have, all of those things. But Lamar, let's share about our our types. Uh, Lamar is a type one. I am a type eight. Um, let's share with the listener so that way they can uh, better understand us as well. I am a type one, which is labeled as a moral perfectionist. Some of my core fears are being wrong, unrighteous, or being uh, bad or seen as evil. Some of my core desires are the exact opposite of that, is being right, being correct, being looked at as, as morally uh, in line. My core weakness is resentment. And so I struggle with, um, if I can't make something perfect, uh, I either resent that thing that is not allowing me to help them be perfect or be right, or I resent myself for not having the ability to make it right. Sometimes that causes tensions in my relationships and with myself and with things that I'm supposed to be doing because I feel like I can't make it the way that it should be. And then my core longing is uh, you are good. All of that stuff strives for me ultimately desiring for people to tell me that I am good. And what the Enneagram freed me from is knowing that I don't need people to tell me that I am good. I am already made good because I have right standing with God from Jesus's death on the cross. So that's me. That's a type one. There's lots of other things that go deep into it. But you guys will notice from this podcast that like I am very um, intricate with the way that I say things and the way things come out of my mouth. And uh, you'll you'll see me and Keanu get into back and forth arguments throughout this podcast because of my type versus his type. So Keanu, tell us about your type. I've been dying to tell you all about my type. So I'm the type eight, I'm the challenger or the protector. Uh, very direct, very to the point, um, hard charging, confrontational, uh, big heart, big leaders, really always looking out for others and plowing a path for others when they are healthy, when they're unhealthy, they become, we become more like a snowplow and we're nicking cars on the side of the road. Type eights are very big personality. You can feel their energy coming from a mile away. And when they step into a room, they just really own, uh, own 
in the room, and that's not me bragging, that's just the type 8's presence, think uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I realize that the tendencies of the type 8, uh, they can also be very, very destructive in their nature of thinking that uh, this is just the way that the world is supposed to be, and if people don't want to get on board, then they can just get out of my way. And that's how I was most of my life before I found the Enneagram. That's really what began to cause a lot of change um, in my life personally was understanding that that's not my best self. And when I did hurt people, even though I would be stubborn and more uh, confrontational of, well, that's just their problem. They need to get over it. Um, I realized that I was alienating people because of that, and that wasn't the person I wanted to be. So for example, my wife, she's a type nine. She's the peacemaker. Uh, conflict shuts her down. It just causes her to completely clam up. But for me, conflict, and for a type eight, conflict makes you come alive. So I would want to address a certain situation, and she wouldn't. And I would just think, no, we need to fight about this, right? We need to have this conversation. And I didn't realize that that was something that we could work to understand one another to better deal with those conflicts and with those tensions. So Lamar had mentioned that him and I might have a little bit of back and forth. Um, that's because the type eight and the type one are both very stubborn. The type eight wants to believe they're right just as much as the type one wants to believe they're right. And the type one typically believes that they're always right. But what's wrong with being right? <laughs> Well, the problem with that is we all believe that we are right. We see the world through the lens of our personality. So you can see something and I could see something and your wife who's a six or my wife who is a nine, we can all see something and see it through the lens of our personality or we would perceive a situation through the lens of our personality. So we then, in believing that we are right, we can cause conflict or tensions with others because we say that they are wrong and we're right when really we're all right in our own eyes because we're seeing it through the lens of our personality, which leads to a great benefit um, of this coaching is understanding how other people see it and them beginning to understand how we see it. So that way we can build connection and empathize with one another instead of trying to prove our perspective. All of our perspective is right in our own eyes because we're perceiving it through our personality. We also all have the tendency of trying to make people more like us instead of helping to maximize and leverage their strengths. So if you're a leader in your business or you're leading others um, within your organization, then you're going to have the tendency of making them be like you because if you're leading, then clearly you've been successful. So you think if they would do things like me, then they would be successful, but that's not really working to their strengths. And we see a lot of attrition because of this, because then they'll start to think, well, then I I don't fit in this organization because I can't be like Lamar or I can't be like Keanu when really we can get more out of our people, more out of our team and more out of our business by understanding and leveraging the strengths of those around us. Yeah, no, that's awesome, Keanu. So tell us, tell the people where they can find out their type. If you're interested in finding your type, we will leave the link in the show notes. It's a free assessment that you can take. And if you're interested in having a typing interview to help find your type or confirm your type because assessments are only so accurate, you can email me your results to info at truestrategy.info and we can schedule a time for me to evaluate those results and help you confirm your Enneagram type. If you're on the fence about exploring the Enneagram or you're skeptical about finding your Enneagram type or introducing this assessment to your team, I want to encourage you with this. This doesn't limit you. 
This doesn't give you a label. This actually helps you to understand and navigate the person that you already are. Lamar and I can both speak to this. Before we found the Enneagram, we knew the tendencies and our behaviors and our thoughts and the way that we approach certain things. But it's so much more helpful when we understand why, when we understand what's going on underneath the surface, not to say that's just the way I am or that's just who I am, but to truly have a tool to grow. So as I said in the beginning, it's not about the Enneagram, it's about you. And the title of our podcast, More Than Numbers, speaks to that. It's a double meaning. More than numbers, meaning you're more than a number, you're more than your Enneagram type. This is just a tool that we use to serve us, not something that we serve. So you're more than the number, and this helps to find out what's going on underneath the surface again, so you can reach your goals and you can continually grow and develop. But also more than numbers, meaning more than numbers as far as profit, retention, attrition, right? You as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, all of these numbers that you keep track of, it's more than those numbers. And what we are going to do throughout this podcast is give you ways to see past the numbers and build connection with those on your team and the people that you work with. Because at the end of the day, it is about more than numbers. And when you take intentional action to connect and grow personally and grow with your team and connect with your clients, the numbers will follow. Well, that does it for the pilot, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope this sets the stage for what you guys can expect from this podcast. We've got so much more coming. We're going to be typing celebrities. We're going to be typing coaches. Uh, we're going to be talking about marriage and business and relationships and, and making the sale and, and how to be you and, and why you act a certain way. Uh, so we're really you know, praying that this podcast will really bless you and, and, and give you that map to who you are. Thanks, everyone.